Welcome to episode 123 of Morning Kickoff, a weekly Vikings football podcast where we cover all news football. I'm your host, Matt Witt, and today we are live on youtube.com slash Matt Witt, as well as twitch.tv slash The Matt Witt. You come check us out every Monday and Thursday morning or listen to all the pre-recorded podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. Today we have a fun episode. We're going to be previewing week six for the Minnesota Vikings, where they will take on the Carolina Panthers for a the three and two Carolina Panthers on an away game and hopefully go into their bye week three and three. We will be discussing all that should happen and all what to watch in this matchup of in this matchup of week six on this episode of Morning Kickoff. I hope you all do enjoy. Do you enjoy listening to this podcast? If you don't, that's totally fine. But if you do and would like to help out, there will be a link in the description that will bring you to my merch store. At this store, we sell t-shirts, sweatshirts, and mugs, and all of the profit earned will go towards the production of this podcast. Thank you all, and enjoy the show. This week, the Minnesota Vikings will travel to Carolina to take on the Carolina Panthers, 12 o'clock Central, this Sunday, and you can watch this game on Fox. The 3-2 and two Carolina Panthers have beat three terrible offenses and have lost to two great teams, so little more looking like the Minnesota Vikings when you take a look at that right now. The Minnesota Vikings in this matchup are one-point favorites on an away game, which is not very often, especially since the Panthers do have a better record than us for the Vikings to be one-point favorites. It should be expected for this, just because the Vikings are respectably a lot better than their record says that they are. The Vikings are two games or two plays away from being 4-1 and one at this point. Minnesota Vikings taking a look at the Wednesday injury report for the Vikings. Once again, we have a long list of injuries here, starting off with tight end Ben Elfson, uh, was Did not practice Wednesday with a knee injury. Who cares? I mean... This is a tight end who shouldn't even be on your roster. I still don't understand why the Vikings decided to bring this player in and play him over Zach Davidson, who is still on our practice squad fifth round uh, draft pick. I don't understand why this player is on our roster. Don't care. I want to see Zach Davidson on this uh, on this active roster for the Minnesota Vikings, as he should be our tight end three, and we shouldn't even have this Ben Ellison, and the Vikings should have never have traded for Chris Herndon. I don't understand what the Vikings are doing here. They're basically in panic mode at this point in the season at the tight end position, but it is good that we have Tyler Conklin at our starting tight end. Running back Amir, or Alexander Madison did not practice Wednesday with a shoulder injury. Alexander Madison, I'm guessing this was a shoulder injury that he did have have in um, Sunday's game where the Minnesota Vikings did beat uh, the Detroit Lions. I'm expecting that this was an injury and it banged him up and he did not practice mostly because of an injury. We'll see going into this week how this will look um, as we approach more games getting closer onto Sunday's matchup. So Thursdays and Fridays practice will really decide if he is going to play. But at this point, he is questionable. Adam Thielen did not practice Wednesday with a foot injury. I'm assuming Adam Thielen, he is questionable to play, but I'm assuming he will be back for this matchup. Same goes for Justin Jefferson, who did not practice Wednesday with an ankle injury. Jefferson did get banged up on Sunday's game, so it's a little bit iffy right now. I would expect that he would play in this matchup. Anthony Barr did not practice Wednesday with a knee injury. Once again, Anthony Barr is getting injured. I mean, it's every season at this point. Anthony Barr's uh, career is coming to an end, and this will likely be his last season with the Minnesota Vikings. But right now, we need him back, especially when we're going up against Christian McCaffrey, one of the best running backs in the league. We need Anthony Barr for his tackling ability. Same goes for Michael Pierce. Michael Pierce did not practice Wednesday with an elbow injury. Michael Pierce did not play last last week against the Detroit Lions. We need him back because he is our nose tackle, our best player against the run. We hope uh, Michael Pierce can be back to play this Sunday. He is questionable to play uh, for the Minnesota Vikings against the Panthers, and we want him to play, especially if, if Christian McCaffrey is going to be healthy. 
Good news, Amir Smith-Marset did return to practice, was limited with a toe injury, is questionable to play this upcoming matchup. I love Amir Smith-Marset uh, in the punt return game right now, and I want to see this guy continue to play. I'd rather see Amir Smith-Marset out there than seeing D.D. Westbrook return punts for us. So hopefully he can return our rookie fifth-round draft pick. C.J. Ham, best fullback in the league, did or was limited during Wednesday's practice with a quad injury. C.J. Ham is kind of the X factor on this Vikings offense, especially for his blocking ability. We love C.J. Ham, Minnesota native played with the Minnesota Vikings for a few years now veteran on this offense a big player that nobody talks about CJ Ham, my favorite player on this Vikings team next up Dalvin Cook big player on this Vikings team was limited in Wednesday's practice with an ankle injury this is actually good news because I didn't expect Dalvin Cook to actually practice Wednesday with the Minnesota Vikings I'd expect that the Vikings continue to rest him and wait until he is 100% but to see that he was limited during Wednesday's practice raises some hope and he should play in this matchup if he doesn't play in this matchup Vikings again like I said last week this is not panic mode you want Dalvin Cook to only play if he's 100% healthy you don't want to rush Dalvin Cook back at this point because we've seen how that's gone for the Vikings you want to only play him if he's 100% because 100% Dalvin Cook is what we need after the bye week where we have our tough matchups especially against the Dallas Cowboys we need Dalvin Cook for that game if you remember the Vikings the last time they played Cowboys Dalvin Cook went absolutely off for the Vikings and we want that same performance on this uh where they'll play on Halloween after the bye week against the Cowboys that's what we want on top of that Cameron Dantzler and Harrison Hand are still on the COVID reserve list this is something I can't really understand right now as they are uh, fully vaccinated and they're still on the COVID reserve list I'm assuming they're ready to play but Mike Zimmer is just being classic Mike Zimmer where he doesn't want Cameron. Di this is something that, that actually makes me mad is the fact that Mike Zimmer is at a point in his career where he's comfortable with just playing players based off of the years they've been in the NFL. Like Bashad Breeland should not be starting with the Minnesota Vikings based off of the eye test, based off of stats, based off of just common sense. Bashad Breeland should not be starting with the Vikings. But Mike Zimmer is just that guy who plays players who've been in the NFL longer. That's why Dakota Dozier was with the Vikings offensive line for so long. You just got to play who's better. This is not rocket science. This is common sense. You have to play Cameron Dantzler over Bashad Breeland. Bring him back. There's no way he still has COVID. I mean, he's still on the reserve list, but... It's undoubtedly he does not have COVID right now. He's fully vaccinated. He just needs two negative tests. We haven't gotten uh, feed or any um, updates on that. I'm assuming he has two, two negative tests by then or by now. And you should be starting him in this matchup when you're going against Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. We cannot have Bashad Breeland starting another game at corner with the Minnesota Vikings. As a matter of fact, he should be cut by the end of the season based off of the tweets that he's had and based off of how he's been talking on this Vikings fan base. He should be cut by the end of the season. You need Cameron Dantzler as your uh, starting corner alongside Patrick Peterson. And this is not, this is just common sense. This is one thing with Mike Zimmer that makes me mad that's been, that's been constant throughout his entire career is just playing players based off of, per, uh, based off of, um, time they've been in the NFL and not based off of performance. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if the Vikings lose this game based off of that decision alone to keep Cameron Dantzler and Harrison Hand on the COVID reserve list and to be comfortable playing these players, to be playing Bashad Breeland at outside corner, to be playing, to continue to play my, uh, Mackenzie Alexander at nickelback on every down. This is something that has to be fixed with the Vikings because it is the weakest link on this team is in our cornerback, Bashad Breeland, and in Mackenzie Alexander as well.
Taking a look at that, though, that basically wraps up the injury report for the Minnesota Vikings. Taking a look at notable Carolina Panthers injury. If you remember, the Carolina Panthers did trade for Stephon Gilmore. They gave a sixth round pick for Stephon Gilmore, one of the best corners in the NFL. An absolute robbery against the uh, New England Patriots. Um, the Patriots were going to release him anyway, so the Patriots basically got a free sixth round draft pick as they were trying to free up cap space to sign Jamie Collins. Uh, they decided to just trade Stephon Gilmore, and the Panthers sent a sixth round draft pick their way. Stephon Gilmore is not playing yet as he is not active and is not eligible to play until week seven with the Carolina Panthers. So he will not start this week and his debut with the Panthers will be week seven. So we dodged a bullet there because I would, the, the Panthers defense is already too stacked for this Vikings offense to really um, be able to perform at their best. So to not have Stefan Gilmore out there is a bit of a relief because he does play one of the, he's maybe the best zone corner in the NFL. Shaq Thompson, another big player on their, on their defense, did not practice during Wednesday's practice with a foot injury and is questionable to play in this matchup. CJ Henderson, cornerback, was limited during Wednesday's practice with a shoulder injury. Very odd to see CJ Henderson already being traded to their team. I mean, everyone always wants out of Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars should move their team to London. Christian McCaffrey was limited during Wednesday's practice with a hamstring injury. Christian McCaffrey should be coming back with the Carolina Panthers, is expected to return with the Panthers this Sunday, and should be a big problem for this Minnesota Vikings team is we are one of the worst teams against the run right now. And Christian McCaffrey being a top five running back in the league is going to cause some problems for this Vikings defense. But that's basically all the injuries, some big name players, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook. And we hope these players can come back to play because I want to see my best team against their best team because the Vikings with a fully healthy offense is top five in the NFL. Hands down, no question about it. If we have a fully healthy 100% Dalvin Cook, obviously we have Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson also did not practice with injuries. If they're fully healthy, this Vikings offense should perform and should have a great day against the Carolina Panthers. With that being said though, the Carolina Panthers are three and two on the season so far. Why are they three and two? Because that defense is elite. Thing is, they haven't played an offense like the Minnesota Vikings so far. The Panthers' three wins were against Jets, Saints, and Texans, three of the worst offenses in football. The best offense they played so far was the Dallas Cowboys, who scored 36 points on them. Now, 36 points was a lot of that had to do also with their defense. Cowboys' defense is looking great. They have 10 interceptions so far in the season. Basically, all of them from Trevon Diggs, who the Vikings could have drafted instead of taking Jeff Gladney. We're going to let that slide. They also could have took Jeremy Chin, who we're going to play this week. There's a lot of players in the secondary that we need right now who the Vikings could have took instead of Jeff Gladney. You can add Jalen Johnson to that list as well. But you take a look at the Carolina Panthers defense right now. They look tough. Through the first five weeks in the season, they are second in total yards. They are the best team against the pass, the eighth best team against the run, third when it comes to points, and first the best team in third down conversion. So this Carolina Panthers defense, specifically their secondary, looks tough. But the Minnesota Vikings are going to test that because it's five weeks into the season. They haven't played an offense like us so far. Now, they played the Cowboys. They're a pretty tough offense, uh, but they haven't played an offense like the Minnesota Vikings so far. So they have a lot of great players on defense. And if you remember last year when the Minnesota Vikings played the Carolina Panthers, Jeremy Chin's got two interceptions against us. How did he get two interceptions? Because they continued to blitz us. This is where their, their defense is shining right now is in the pass rush. And what do the Vikings struggle at? Protecting the pass. It's the only part on offense that are really holding us back right now. So the fate of this Vikings offense relies on the offensive line here. We need Christian Darasaw to start. We cannot have Rashad Hill starting. 
We need Christian Darrisaw to start. Yes, he may not have looked great his first week, but he looked far better than Rashad Hill as he set the bar very low for left tackle. Minnesota Vikings have to start him at left tackle, and we have to see a good offense. When you take a look at this offensive line, though, it's all first and second round talent. On paper, we should be great. Based off of the draft capital that Rick Spielman has put into the offensive line, we should be great at the offensive line right now. But we haven't been. We haven't been the last couple weeks. And we're facing a team who loves to blitz, who love to rush the, the passer with their linebackers, with their safeties. And they're going to do this all game. Kirk Cousins is not going to feel comfortable. He's not going to have a clean pocket. He's not going to feel comfortable sitting inside the pocket. This is where we need to see play calling. We need to see Clint Kubiak have a bounce back game than he had last week. If you remember in the week four or week five preview, Minnesota Vikings were coming off of a win against the Detroit Lions where they had a game winning walk off field goal touch or field goal victory against the Detroit Lions at home. It didn't feel like a win. It didn't feel like a win because in the second half, the Minnesota Vikings played the conservative football where they just are up by one score in the third quarter and are comfortable running three plays, letting the clock run and punting it away in the third quarter up by one score. This is something you should not see. This is something we cannot do against the Carolina Panthers. As last week, the only thing that helped the that held the Detroit Lions still in the game was the play calling. We need to see bootleg passes. We need to see play action passes. We need to see big plays to Justin Jefferson. Did the Minnesota Vikings forget they have Jeff Jefferson? Because last week, Jefferson had a great day. Yes, he did. But in the second half, the Vikings forgot they had him on their team. Jefferson is one of the best receivers in the NFL. We have one of the best receiver tandems in the NFL, as there's a lot of depth right now with KJ Osborne, obviously Adam Thielen, another great receiver. You have Tyler Conklin, who, you, who you've been throwing passes to, D.D. Westbrook. I mean, you have a very elite wide receiver tandem that should cause this Panthers defense some trouble. Yes, they are first against the pass so far five weeks into the season. We're going to change that. As the Minnesota Vikings, if they want to win this game, they should put the ball in Kirk Cousins' hands and let him cook is what the Vikings have to do. Now, if Dalvin Cook is fully healthy, you can change the offense. You can you can be a run-first team against a Carolina Panthers defense. Yes, they have Derrick Brown, one of the best defensive tackles against the run. Also, they have Daquan Jones, two great interior defensive linemen against the run. But if we have a fully healthy Dalvin Cook and a CJ Ham, you can revolve the pass around the run. It can happen. If that is not the case, though, I don't want to see the same Vikings offense I saw against the Detroit Lions. I want to see a pass-first offense. I don't want to see first and 10 and knowing exactly what the Vikings offense is going to do. Because last week, the Vikings were far too predictable on offense. It was first and 10. You knew what was going to happen. The ball's going to Alexander Madison. You can't do the same thing against the Carolina Panthers defense as you will not win. Because the Panthers defense is far better than the Lions defense, and they will be able to understand what you're doing. Second and six. It's second and six. Vikings are going to run the ball 10 out of 10 times on second and six. Second and 10 even. We see the Vikings run the ball all the time. You're asking for it at that point. Third and 10. What did the Vikings do? They run a screen pass. This is not going to work against the Carolina Panthers. It's not. You cannot sit, play the conservative ball. You have to take deep shots. You have to be an explosive offense because the Vikings are capable of that. We just haven't seen it yet. Adam Thielen. Why is it, where did the deep threat from Adam Thielen go? When Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs were a wide receiver duo, Diggs was the number one deep threat on this team. But Adam Thielen would surprise defenses with his speed and catching ability. We haven't seen this yet. 
the Minnesota Vikings should be more explosive on offense than they were last week against the Detroit Lions. Because if the Vikings play the same game they played against the Lions last week, Vikings will not win this game. But it really explains the Vikings offense there. It really is common sense. I mean, you have too many playmakers on offense to be this predictable. And you cannot just play the conservative ball in the third quarter up by one score. This is something that does not under that I cannot understand. You shouldn't be playing this comfortable punting on fourth down, comfortable running three plays until you're up by two scores in the fourth quarter. It doesn't make sense. But taking a look at this Vikings defense, if you remember last week, I said the main, the main focus I was going to have was going to be on the Vikings defense. Once again, it's going to be on the Vikings defense. Because the Panthers, although they have a lot of great playmakers, as a whole, their offense is nothing. I'm sorry, even with Christian McCaffrey healthy, Vikings should be able to perform. You're going up against Sam Darnold, who makes a lot of mistakes and has not at all lived up to his draft pick second overall. You're going up against a Sam Darnold who has six interceptions so far in just five weeks. A Sam Darnold who has only six touchdowns in five weeks and four fumbles and a 51.6 QBR. I mean, Sam Darnold has not had a good season so far. Yes, he looks better than he did with the Jets. There's that. That's not saying very much. He does look better than he did with the Jets. However, he has 10 turnovers in interceptions and, and fumbles so far this season on just six touchdowns. What am I saying here? The Minnesota Vikings have to capitalize on his mistakes because he will make mistakes. And that starts with the pass rush. So far in the season, the Minnesota Vikings pass rush has looked very good with Everson Griffin, Daniel Hunter coming off of the edge. And then you also have the interior line being able to get to the passer with Sheldon Richardson and with uh, Dalvin Tomlinson as well. You have some great players on the interior side of the line who can rush uh, Sam Darnold and apply pressure to him all game long. And he will make mistakes. On the same side, you have... So many veterans when it comes to the secondary that can make big plays coming up with interceptions and being able to help the offense, giving the offense good field position to be able to get a scoring drive. And this is what you need to see is to capitalize on Sam Darnold's mistakes because they will happen. So some big things to mention here. Christian McCaffrey. This is the only thing that's holding this Vikings defense back here. Because I, if Christian McCaffrey is not healthy and he's not playing in this matchup and they start that rookie uh, Hubbard, if they start him, I have no doubt this Vikings defense will look great. With Christian McCaffrey fully healthy, or if he's healthy and going to play in this matchup, Vikings defense is going to look terrible against the run, like they have so far this season. Vikings are averaging 130 rushing yards allowed per game. 130. Now you're going up against Christian McCaffrey, the best running back you're going to be going up against so far this season. I mean, yeah, we've played Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, the best running back duo, but Christian McCaffrey is respectably better than those guys. So really, the Carolina Panthers offense, if McCaffrey is healthy, is going to roll through McCaffrey because this is how you beat the Vikings is through the run. Keeping the ball on the ground, just running that rock through this Vikings defense is what teams have been able to do all season against this Vikings defense. And I really don't understand it. Like I've said, we have too many runs, great run stoppers and great tacklers for us to be this bad against the run, but this is how the Carolina Panthers offense will operate. However, if he's not healthy and they continue to pass, or maybe when they're passing on third down, it's going to be interesting. And that's why for the bold prediction of the week for the Minnesota Vikings, I have them. Minnesota Vikings defense will come up with three or more turnovers in this matchup, just capitalizing on Sam Darnold's mistakes. So far through five weeks, Sam Darnold has 10 turnovers. Those are six interceptions and four fumbles on just six touchdowns. 
that's averaging two turnovers a game. Minnesota Vikings defense should get at least three turnovers in this matchup when they pass. I'm looking at mostly getting capitalizing on uh, Sam Donald's passes and uh, forcing fumbles as well as we've been able to do so far this season. Vikings have been great at turning the ball over and great at rushing the passer. So now that comes to our final prediction for the Minnesota Vikings, and the game will really come down to those Vikings defense. Vikings will come up with a away win, going to their bye week three and three with a win 27 to 17 over the Carolina Panthers, a 10 point win on an away game that will get this, that will really get this Vikings team rolling. Vikings will go into their bye week three and three a lot better than it was looking like a couple weeks ago and should be comfortable win and Vikings should be going up uh, on against the Carol or against the Dallas Cowboys after the bye week and really be prepared after coming off of a bye and hopefully Dalvin Cook can be back 100% healthy. So Vikings defense and should come up with a win for this Vikings team and I expect a great game from our Vikings offense as well. So again, the Carolina Panthers a lot better than they were last year. However, we are also a lot better than we were last year. That's going to wrap up episode 123 of Morning Kickoff. I hope you all did enjoy listening to this episode. If you did, be sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast for more Minnesota Vikings football-related content. Thank you all for tuning into this episode of Morning Kickoff. Have a great day.